Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. Hey, Game Pass or Pass subscribers, Corey here. I just want to give you a quick uh, intro before you uh, listen to this episode. So we had some audio issues. Um, so this is going to be the backup recording. So it won't be as crisp as the normal recording. Just want to give you a heads up. Uh, it's not your phone or whatever you're listening to this on. So hope you enjoy. It's now time for a very negative edition of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass into your friends and which games to simply pass on by. I am Corey, and I am joined by the bathrobe-wearing man himself, Basher. I actually do have several bathrobes uh, that I wear, and they are extremely comfy. I, I suggest people invest in a good bathrobe. It will change your life. I am not a bathrobe person. I will admit, too heavy, just too heavy. I don't, I don't, I don't want all that. I, I knew a guy. And <laughs> Here we go. We got all that guy. You know, like, there's always those people that want to be different, like go against the grain. So instead of winter coats, he would wear bathrobes. And that was just how he expressed himself, I guess. Wait, I thought it was public? weird. Yeah, that's instead of a winter coat, he would wear bathrobes. That seems uh, illegal in some states, but okay. So I mean, he had clothes on under it, like wasn't. But I don't know. It was there. You go. That's that's my story for the day. This episode, we're gonna be talking about Katana Zero, which just hit the Xbox One, but has been out for quite a while on. Uh, I think it was PC as well as Nintendo Switch. But before that, do a little housekeeping. If you're listening to us, we now have a Google Voice number. So you can call and leave us voicemails. We will be uh, reading one of our voicemails at the end of the show, talking about Crusader Kings 3. And you can join the party, and you can call us at 574-651-9256. 574-651-9256. I plugged that number into one of those like word generator things. Not happening. Not happening. No words can be made with that number, so there you go. As well as if you're listening to this and uh, you haven't heard, or haven't heard a while, haven't rated us on iTunes, what are you waiting for? It really helps out. I know we say that every episode, but I, I promise you it helps more than you think it does. So, uh, But also, you might have noticed that if you listened to last episode that we sh- should be talking about Age of Empires 3. Um, due to events in the world, as well as uh, my power supply unit went in my desktop. So I just did not have time slash, uh, you know, the equipment ready to go. So that's why we're kind of flip-flopping these. Hopefully we'll get Age of Empires. I have a I have a power supply on order 
fully modular because that's just I'm just that kind of guy. And uh, hopefully I'll be here in time to actually put some time into that game for next week. So, but we are also we are six days away from Xbox Series X. Uh, I'm excited. No, I'm not. I'm really not. Uh, they they could push this entire thing back for me. I'm I'm okay. (laughs) I'm even though I'm getting one, kind of with you, but. So uh, that means that ad, that means November 10th is coming, which means that Destiny content will be dropping. So we're going to get to Destiny 2 um, with that uh, new content. So, again, just giving you a little brief of why we're uh, switching episodes. So, but enough of that. Let's talk about Katana Zero. Here's our, here are the details. Developed by Soft, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's A-S-K-I-I-S-O-F-S-O-F-T. S-O-F-T. Ask. ASCII-soft, I'm guessing, known for Overpowered and Tower of Heaven. I will admit I have not heard of either of those games, and I had not heard of this developer before Katana Zero. This game is regularly priced at $14.99. It's available on PC, Xbox, Mac, and Nintendo Switch, classified as a 2D side-scrolling action game. There is going to be DLC for this game that they announced. This game did so well that they were going to do free DLC, but then the DLC got delayed because they decided to make it three times the original uh, size. So it's going to be a very... A large DLC pack, uh, supposed to come out sometime this year, but that I, that got pushed back due to events. So, but free DLC is coming for this game. I have to imagine that's part of the reason why this game showed up at this time. I'm assuming, kind of like with the Messenger, it hit around the same time that that DLC is coming. So, Game Pass owners, since it will be free, uh, will be able to play that. So, uh, there is no Xbox One X support, but it is kind sort of a pixel art game, so you're not missing out on a ton there. So, but all right, let's talk about Katana Zero, the stylish noir action platformer featuring breakneck action and instant death combat whoa 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 you broke your neck playing this game you okay you good i don't know know. uh i could say uh my neck is pretty pretty okay after playing this game um it's this is one of those games where um you see the the cover art uh, you see like the screenshots and you kind of develop a uh, idea in your head of what this game might be. And for me, it was for sure like, oh, this is like a Ninja Gaiden thing, like an old school Ninja Gaiden game. And it's like, n- not really. It's really more new school than anything. And it, and it reminds me more of Hotline Miami in a sense so, that... Uh, I have to admit, I've never played Hotline Miami. So... What? Yeah, I know. I haven't played either one of them, so I own it on like six platforms. Um, Everybody does, I think, at this point. They'll play the second right. one; it's unnecessary. Um, so but, I, I just I want to stop you there simply because I want to say is is Hotline Miami like a a one hit kill game? I'm just curious. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's more of a puzzle game than a combat game, which is what Katana Zero is, because you're you're playing a a guy who I believe you start off uh, at the uh, so you're speaking to your psychiatrist. And he's giving you this medication, and it's, it's, recur- it's a recurring theme. You have nightmares, you have issues, and every night you drink your tea. Every morning you see your therapist, and then the afternoon you get your dossier about who you're going to kill. And immediately something's off. Like, it doesn't – whether you played one game or a million or watched one movie or a thousand, it's just – like immediately you know something's up with this teeth, something's up with this medication, something's up with something. Like it's not what it seems here. So that leads you to 
just cutting things down. And much like a hotline Miami, you enter a in a, a, a very small one one screen size room, and you have to just empty the room, clear the room full of enemies. How you do that is completely up to you. Uh, your the tools of the trade is your katana and your ability to slow down time. Mix that in with a roll, and that's pretty much your entire arsenal. Your katana, your roll, you get to slow down time. And you use that to clear a room, room, room after room until you get to the next portion of the uh of the story, which is 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 very it is interesting, but I for me it's not it's not interesting enough to kind of warrant a a a gameplay that doesn't evolve if you will it's it's just kind of the mechanics you start off with the way you play the game in the beginning is pretty much what you do until the end of the game as well and i think i think that is the is a detriment for me so i i kind of went back and forth on this one in terms of like how i felt about it so when i first started playing it i, I really i had heard about this game uh but i i didn't the narrative in my head was basically like oh this this is like a a sort of uh, I don't want to say choose your own adventure because that's not the right word. Um, a a thematic action game with a with a deep story. I, I didn't really know about the one hit kill thing. I didn't really know about the sort of uh, dialogue options that you kind of have. Like they're not straight up dialogue options, but you you sort of have your say on when you say it, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't really know how much of that affects the story. I'm guessing not a ton. I'm guessing you still like the end is still the end of the game. It might go slightly different, et cetera. But I, I have a feeling most of the the story wraps up the same way. So I, I sort of like started this game and I was like, oh, OK, like I this is cool. Like it, it's kind of neat that everything's kind of one hit kill. And, and immediately, you know, you are playing a puzzle game. And I think some people might not pick up on that right away kind of thing. Um, and I I immediately kind of was like, OK, like like I get it. Like, let's take the training wheels off a little bit because I felt like I was having zero issues with anything for probably the good, like first half hour of the game. Yeah. And then it, when it takes the training wheels off, I still really wasn't having that many issues. So that's not really a bad thing, but then, so then it became like this, this sort of, I wanted more combat because I felt like I was waiting for the training wheels to be taken off. And then when they did, I was like, okay, like I still want more because I know this game is going to get hard and that's when I really want to see it. And the story for me, I was like, like, this is fine, but just, I just, sometimes it's a little bit too long in between the new levels. But then as the levels started getting harder, I started liking the story more. So then it became like, I kind of flipped the opposite way. I was just like, yeah, like this is like better and it's getting more difficult. I was like, but kind of like with you, I was like, I've, you've, you've clearly shown your hand at the gameplay I haven't mastered it, but I've I've got a pretty good grip on it. I want to see the story more, and then it started pulling that away from me, if that makes sense. Um, so I was kind of like this this weird in between the whole time. But what I will say is like I I don't know if I would call it a detriment. Like I I never really wanted to put the game down. I wanted to see where the story went, even though it's it is ridiculous. Um, it's very quickly like as you said is you understand that something is not right, but I really wasn't. Um, I wasn't, I don't want to say blown away because that's not the right, right word. I just, the way it started wrapping up, I just never really 
it never went a direction that I either didn't see coming or I found crazy interesting, but I still liked it. Like I, it, it was a, it was kind of like a Netflix movie for me. I'm just like, yeah, like I know this is where it's going, but it's well made. It's well acted. The story is well written. I like the dialogue options. I liked the little girl character. Like I liked everything in it, but I wasn't blown away by anything basically. Exactly. And this is exactly that. Um, for me, it's just like this is one of those this is one of those games where the production value and the quality is apparent from second one. Like the the music is on point, uh, the pixel art. Yeah, uh, I would say the music pops. is the best part of the game. Like the music is utterly fantastic in my opinion. So I, I guess I lied. I I I wasn't blown away by the music, but I absolutely love the music. So sorry. yeah, yeah, I I agree, and and I like how um. They uh they presented the music in a way where it's like before each level uh it kind of it's, it's like you put something in a cassette deck and it's like now playing is this song by this artist and it's like that's a very neat way of doing it and everything they did was just very just very stylized like e- even down to the menu. Like if you yeah. like if, if you go to the options menu, like it turns into like uh like like his OVH VHS tape or or DOS pro, computer computer DOS program. It's like I like it. I, I, I like I like I like I like I like everything from the from the ground up in this game because because it seems like along every step of the way they said let's think about how we want to present this. Let's think about how we want the player to see this, how the player to hear this, how the player to play this. And I appreciate that because little things like that go a long way to a total package. And it's very well appreciated. Uh, and that said, it's like, and that that includes the gameplay as well. Like I I, I like the, the 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 breakneck, if you will, action in this game. However, like you said, you showed your hand pretty early on, and it never really jumps to that next level. Um, if I were to compare it to another game we played, like uh, Ori in the Blind Forest or Ori in the Will of the Wisp, when you start that game, it seems very uh, manageable, if you will. Like, like you, you get the handle handle of it pretty quickly, but then you get to a certain boss fight, you get to a certain area, you get to a certain platforming session, you're like, oh, now you want to test my skills, like really test my skills and test all my new abilities. Um, but you don't really get new abilities in this game, you don't really get new skills. You just kind of hone the skills you've already had. And I guess for a two, three hour game, that's fine. But me personally, like by a half an hour in, by by an hour in, I'm just kind of like, all right, what next? I got this down. What what do you want me to do now? Yeah, and that was I I don't want to undersell it in the fact that like the the game definitely it, it does challenge your what you learn. The, the thing is, like, you just you don't learn a lot. You learn about what four or five enemy types, and you really have only two to three attacks. You, have, you know, you've got like a rolling attack. Eventually, you can sort of pick up an item. You can kind of hold one item at a time. You can use it as like a quick throw, and then you also have the slowdown, um, and then the dodging. So I guess that's like three or four. So there's there's your arsenal isn't large, but there's many things that they do with it. And then they also they they start sort of playing on the the puzzly part of the level. Like sometimes they'll put platforms and stuff that you can go into. And there are different enemy types that have to be approached different ways. Um, I um, the 
the parts that I, I really liked in terms of of that gameplay loop of of just trying to to figure out the puzzle is that each one of these levels seems to be crafted in a way that has multiple ways to sort of do it. And I purposely didn't do this, but I'm going to do it now after the episode because I have a feeling that like these levels are probably deceptively deep in that if you when it comes to speed running the game or getting extremely good at the game, you can do it without um, blinking, basically, if that makes sense. Like, I have a feeling every single one of these levels can be beaten in like 10 seconds and you just oh, got to know how to do it. Uh, and I'm probably not ever going to be good enough to do that. So I, I, I guess I sort of want to push back on, on even what I said of saying that like it shows its hand, but at the same time, the it, easy to pick up, easy to play, extremely hard to master. But the problem with that is, is that there's really going to be the 1% of those people that really master the game. Um, you know, I can totally picture cause there's, there's one guy in particular, he's got more of a, a rifle style gun and your approach to him is you can dodge it, but it's an extremely fast shot. So you can either slow down time and you can deflect the bullet, but you also don't ever have to slow down time. You can do everything in real time. It's just those windows are extremely tight. The the slowdown is really to sort of aid the player in in nailing those those windows. So I I don't want to undersell the fact that it does have depth, but it's not the traditional style of depth of like a skill tree or anything like that. Um, and I, th- I think that goes a long way, but I, and I think the other part that sticks out to me and, and you kind of already said it was, this is a short game. Um, if this was a six hour game, this would be a different conversation, but you can beat this game in two hours if you're good, you know, and if, if you're like me and you died a lot at the end, it's a three hour game just from, you know, trying to figure out the bosses, trying to figure out everything that's going on the screen, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I guess that's just me saying like, I don't, I don't want to undersell that, that depth, uh, perspective i guess so but at the same time you you also i like that you bringed up bringed up brought up or in the will of the wisp because by the end of that game you're not touching the ground like right and there's there's something to be said about that progression of of teaching the player how to go from a basic you know creature to a unstoppable force that literally never touches the ground that's not in this game this game it teaches you three things very quickly and either you pick it up or you don't. <laughs> so I think that could be off putting to some people. Um, but again, it's a shorter game. So, yeah, I mean, I think because of that, I think, I think because of the, that's the, the, one of the main reasons for me where it's like, it didn't have that carrot on a stick for me. Where it's like the story was, it is interesting. It's a good story. It's a well-told story. Uh, like, like, that I can't take away from it. Um, but gameplay wise, I'm just kind of like, what are, it just wasn't making me want to pick it up and finish it each and every time I picked it up, you know, because, and it's just because it wasn't anything in the gameplay for me personally, that that was just kind of like, Oh, now I got this, I can do this now. It's like, no, I get like, no matter how tough the enemies get, no matter how tough the, uh, uh, the, the areas get, I'm going to do the same thing with the same abilities that I have. And that's just one thing that just kind of that worked against it for me. But uh, that's other than that, though, it's like the story's there, the music there, the presentation's there. Like this is clearly a game where, like I said, like along each and every step along the way, like these developers thought, how can we make this part of the game pop? How can we make this part make this part of the game memorable or stand out? And 
I mean, that 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 in itself is extremely hard to do, especially when you do, when you're working with in the, in the area of pixel art and and uh, breakneck action. Like, I mean, that that that's all pixel art games now. Just kind of like go here, die, go here, die, go here and die. Like, this, right. this this is one of those games that are that that has a nice little niche in it, whereas like you're you're a bit different. You stand out just a bit. Yeah, and it the I guess we have, I mean we've talked about it, but I guess we we really haven't like talked about it in terms of like super death. So I mean it, it is a 2D action game. So you're basically you are sort of playing a Ninja Gaiden, but everything's sort of like one hit kill and dodging, etc. So I only reason I bring that up is because even the bosses are kind of the same way and I'm still not entire like there's not a lot of bosses so it's not a huge thing but there are bosses um I can't decide if I like them or not and and I say that mainly because while I think they're cool they I I, I don't think they were ever a uh, a a fair fight if that makes sense like it seemed more like I w- you're going to die the first 10 times because you simply just don't know what's going to happen. The game is very much up into the bosses is you know what this enemy is going to do because we very slowly have shown you how they're going to do it. You know, the first couple screens in the game doors kind of play a big thing because the enemies can be separated by, by the doors and they're, they're in their own sort of room and they don't do anything until the door has been kicked open. So you can do, you can approach it any different way. You can use the door and you can hit the enemy with it. You can use the door and sort of fly through it to try to surprise them if you come up behind them kind of thing. So I always felt like the game was very good at, and and very quickly at, at showing me what an enemy is going to do, or at least giving me a, uh, a heads up. And then the bosses, they just sort of like, just, no, you're going to die. Like, and I don't, I don't know if that's bad, but it just, it was kind of annoying that I felt like I, I was just at a severe disadvantage with them. I, I got through it, and it didn't take like an hour or anything. But to me, it felt they were just not nearly as well designed. Um, but I'm just curious how you feel. I think that's just the new age of development in gaming, where uh, the style of, especially these type of games, is, is isn't it fun to die over and over again? Is like not really like like right. i feel like I feel, no. I feel like the older generation of game gamers are, are going to be like not really like i i'd appreciate you giving me this kind of heads up on what this boss does and uh how, and how, how these enemies operate and giving me the tools to i need to, to 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 succeed whereas like and if i die it's my fault you know it's, it's a very devil may right. cry attitude if you will whereas like now this type of this type of a uh, style of play is very much of the time this is very this is very much super meat boy castle uh castle knight whatever, whatever that game is called that i never played actually uh then uh like just like very rogue rogue like rogue ish rogue whatever like just say hey let's go over here and die a million times and then go yeah i did it like it's, it's a very dark souls if you will type attitude and it's like i personally don't like it especially like Especially the first major boss you fight, he's a, he's a recurring character, and it's a fight you're supposed to lose. Right. And then like yeah, that was yeah. And I'm just like, and I'm super disappointed because I've just spent, however, like probably tw- twenty to forty minutes like cutting down enemies, getting to the point where I'm almost kind of bored of it because I've kind of 
because I got that kind of grasp on the game. So I, I finally get to a box. I'm like, all right, this is where you test all my skills. Here we go. And it's like, nope, you're supposed to lose this. You're supposed to lose this battery. You can't win. It's like, well, that's that's unfortunate. Like, and, and from a story standpoint, it's absolutely fine. And it, matter of fact, it works for the story. Um, it works for the character for the character development. However, for the uh, if a in the gameplay department, I'm just kind of like I'm. I'm. I was just disappointed. So I, I'm. I'm gonna level with you on that one in, in some ways. Yeah. So it. It's. It's no detriment or anything. Like it does not. Does not t- make a a a fun game bad or anything like that. And again, they're not. They're not so difficult in that you're gonna. You know. Like a Dark Souls or even you know like a Devil May Cry to where suddenly this this boss is just doing something you're not used to and you really have to sort of rethink and retool how you're playing the game. Uh, it's not to that level, but it's just it was just sort of um, jarring, I guess you could say. But again, it's not a huge factor. Like if I had to pick one thing out that just really annoyed me, um, that would be the closest thing. And again, it it didn't really annoy me. It was just kind of it just it just didn't feel as smooth, you know, and as well crafted as the rest of the game, like you said, because it is very well crafted. There's everything in this game is deliberate. It seems like so. And the other thing is, okay, maybe I just don't get it. What's the point of the tape replay? So once you beat a section, it replays it. That's part of the character like... development, I believe. Okay. No, no, I know what it is. I'm sorry, I know what it is. I, it dawned on me when I when I when I uh, was playing it one one day. Um, I like, think the whole point of that is super hot. I think it's a super hot effect, where it's like. You slow down time all the time, and then if you want to replay yourself watching it full speed, like I think it's just self indulgement, self indulgement, really. Okay. Just kind of like, all right, that so, would make so, sense. So you get to watch it full time. Yeah, I'll admit I didn't. I never watched it all the way through. So, and I'll I'll be honest, I didn't really use slow down time that much because I, I made it like a point to myself. I was like, I'm not gonna do like I'm better than this. So maybe that's the other thing. Um, you also, you also don't really need it. So like that's the thing. Like I wonder if it's uh I wonder if they put it in the game for uh sort of sort of like a low key easy mode uh okay. or like because because my because that that's also my personal challenge as well. Like I, I used it maybe a handful of times throughout my run. Like I really didn't use it often. I I just didn't think it was needed. Um, and then on top of that, I just want to piggyback off what you said. Like again, everything in this game deliberate. Um, I can't. I don't want to undersell just how good parts of this game this game is. Because like in each department, from the sound to the graphics to the gameplay, like again, it's just these developers really had. It's one of those things where the developer really had like three or four key ideas on the wall, and they just nailed them. Like this is what right. we want to do. This is the game we want to make, and they made that game. And that's something they should be proud of. And that's something I'm I I'm honestly impressed by. Yeah. So we've been talking about it a while. I think it, I think we've said enough. I think we can give our verdict on this one. Um, well, I think I think the if the one part. I think it is a tad too long. I know that might sound crazy on a two to three hour game, but I think that the strength of this game is that its pace and speed are fast and the entire experience is fast in terms of you can play this, finish it in two hours and keep going. You know, like if if it if it strikes you and and you really want to keep playing it, they unlock a hard mode like they give you other things to do. But at the same time, I feel like like you said, 
if I could play this game in one sitting and just, you know, be done with it in two hours, I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more because it's got a tight, cohesive story and I would have been fine with it, if that makes sense. Because by the end, I was kind of ready for it to be done. And but I, I don't want that. I don't want that to sound negative, though. Like, it's not like it's like, man, like, I just want this to be over. I was like, I was like, I, I, I see what you've done. I like what you're doing. I've had my fill. Let's finish this. Like, so when the DLC comes out, I'll check it out because I think the story was good enough that I, I'm curious what they're going to do with it. But we'll see how it goes. So I'm I I think this game is totally worth playing, I guess, is, is the final way to say it. Uh, I completely agree with that with that last point. Um, if it was I think it's because this game is so fast paced. So breakneck. I don't I don't know why. I, I just hate that phrase in the video game. Um I think because of that, the 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 story being as long as it is, just didn't didn't jive well. So uh, I I completely agree with that. And on my personal note, I would have loved uh, this game to to have been more Ninja Gaiden, less Hotline Miami. I will I would have loved a side scroll. This just gonna be like a one good side scrolling mission where it's not just one room. Just like, sure. like, just go from left to right for a while and do my thing, because that would have been cool. Um, but other than that, I think it's, I honestly think it's, it's, a, it's a must pick up. Well, there you go. If you have Game Pass, I don't, I try to remember if I, if I said it. Did we say it was on both Game Pass on PC and? Yes, you did. Did I? Okay, because that, that is true. So it is on PC and it is on console. So if you are on either one of those platforms, you should definitely pick this one up. Play it, pass it on to your friends, have a good time. Not a big commitment. So um, it is also cloud save enabled, just so you know. So uh, if you are playing on your Xbox One or soon to be Xbox Series X or S, you can pick it up on PC and go from there. So there you go. Katana Zero gets the big thumbs up from us. So before we close, uh, we've got a voicemail from Samuel that we're going to be reading. This is going to be in regards to our uh, Crusader Kings 3 episode. Hey guys, uh, I listened to your Crusader Thinkings 3 podcast, um, and I understand if you don't want to play the game, uh, it's not, it's marketed as a game for really intelligent people, or not marketed as some of the people who play it think it is, uh, but really it's for people with really niche interests, uh, and interest in history, uh, and interest in uh, the sort of grand strategy kind of thing that Paradox built up, but, um, and RPG mechanics added in. But uh, I wanted to say, if you do want to play the game again, and I totally understand if you don't, based on that podcast but um one thing that helped me is that uh, the game you don't even know all the systems and it's sometimes presented that way but you can just unpause the game and look at the issues tab like the the thing on the top that has the number on it and kind of like respond to those um and and like if you get interested in how the characters relate then you might get into it but uh my time's up (laughs) thank you guys So, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I find it interesting that Samuel's take was uh, that this game is marketed towards. All right, did I did I get the, the vibe of he, this? Email? No, no, he corrected himself. He, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But so he's saying like people that play this game think they're smarter than they are. Is that is that the vibe I got? <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's 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 he's 
it's the same uh, thing we say about uh, uh, Dark Souls fans. People who play that game think they uh, uh, are are are, are uh, they're the ones that got good. They're, they're, gotcha, they're the best okay. of the best. Like, I, I just want to make well, sure that I'm I'm reading it because I don't. That's that that's a hot take. Like I I don't want to you know misrepresent someone who took the time um, to to write into us. So, but you know I I did boot up Crusader Kings three specifically to check out what he was saying and um it's it's a good tip because i think part of that game's problem is that it makes it it makes you feel like you have to do everything and if you're not you're doing it wrong and his tip of looking at that tab of the issues like it it's a good tip um but then it's sort of it, it really just doesn't change my opinion. And I, I don't think he was trying to change our opinion or anything. He was just trying to give a helpful tip. So like, I still think that it's, there's still just so much in that game. And I think it's to its detriment. I, I just, I don't think it presents it in a good way. The fact that I could look at just the issues tab and sort of understand what was going on. I think that's part of my problem still, but I don't know. My issue with that is, because cause this makes me want to jump back into it. See, my the issue I the, the issue I think I'm going to have though is I think I will um figure out how to play it. I think I'll I'll I'll, I'll figure out what to do. However, I think I I just end up going through the motions instead of understanding what I'm doing. Like I'll click right. the issues tab. I'll and I, and I'll kill this person. I'll make friends with this person. I'll start this war. I don't. But, but but I still wouldn't understand and uh, fall into the game itself, uh, which is what this we should also say. It's like this game is for people who are more interested in history itself. And me being not okay, interested which, in history, I'm just like I don't really that, care right, about. That's, that's another part. Like, did I just like did I miss that? <laughs> like, I guess I just don't. I am not a history buff in any capacity. Which maybe that maybe that explains why Stellaris just works better for me. Maybe it's just the theme, et cetera. Um, but I guess, like, it, I, the idea of making a game marketed towards people that like history that is not about – this isn't this isn't nonfiction. This is fiction. Like, that just seems crazy to me. Like, I don't – maybe it's just not me. Maybe it's just not for me, I guess. <laughs> you're, I mean, I, I'm there with you. I don't think you're wrong. But at the same time, I guess, I guess, I guess my confusion is because although – I fall in line to agree with the caller. Uh, however, um, at the same time, I'm I'm trying to rectify myself. Like, so why do I like civilization games? Because I don't like I don't right. care for history whatsoever. Yeah, but that's a good point. I'm gonna I fall I into those games it. all day. Yeah, I did not even like. It, I have I have fallen deep into some civilization holes. Too but, deep. Yeah, but that is definitely a a this, one more turn thing. That is not the history aspect of it. So maybe this is just the exact opposite in that if this had that that gameplay style, like I don't know. Yeah, like and that's another thing is like I you know Assassin's Creed people some people really enjoy those games specifically for the locate the the locale and they love being able to sort of traverse these. Um, landscapes and you know they're, they're not always one-to-one but sometimes they can be pretty accurate and they think it's really cool to explore that and i'm like i just want to explore it because it looks cool like i don't i have zero zero interest in like the historical accuracy of it you know so 
clearly I'm it just it's going over my head. So I mean I mean on top and, and, and last I just want to point out uh, about the call the one of his points is uh, the role playing aspect of it because with civilization you're not role playing. I realize right. you're just you're just you're just doing. You you just it, it's like it's like pick your fighter in a Street Fighter really it's like however you yeah, want to play yeah, it's yeah, how you fair. play. Yeah. Whereas yeah. whereas um uh uh I'm sorry Crusaders Kings three or the series itself it really seems like it's more into role playing like you're picking this fictional historic character and you're role playing being married to this person having kids with this person and and falling into this whole of now I got now I got the kids and disciples and I have to make sure that they succeed where I fail and like it seems like one of those things and it's just like it's, it's like the reason I never played Risk growing up I'm just like yeah it looks all right but I'm not trying to go that deep you know so it's like so so I think the call is absolutely right uh, and I suggest anyone who listened to our podcast about it our review of it. Uh, if that piques your interest at all, go for it because sure. you may because you you may figure out you may not have the issue that that I have where it's where it's like you you you're just going through the motions with the game. You might really fall in line with the role playing aspect of it because I feel like that's what gets people, not the game, not necessarily the gameplay itself, but the role playing aspect. Well, there you go. And uh, thank you, Samuel. He reached out to us actually through the Anchor platform, so that's uh, that was interesting. I didn't, I knew that was a feature, and that is just me being bad at at part of this. Of I've never really uh, uh, advertised that, you know. Of of you can leave us voicemails there, so appreciate you reaching out there. But, all right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, Katana Zero, definitely play that game. It's great, and uh, thank you for the voicemail once again you can reach out to us on anchor or you can call our google voice number 574-651-9256 and as always you can leave us a email as well gpopfans at gmail.com so next week hopefully will be age of empires 3 uh, definitive edition uh just depends on the power of uh shipping right now which is obviously not always great but it's uh We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we we'll get some time with that. If not, we'll obviously have something else. Uh, we'll we'll figure something out. So, but all right, that is going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We will see you next time, maybe with Age of Empires Three Definitive Edition. Good day, sirs. And we are out.